Oh my god, that was magical. <laughs> Best one ever. <laughs> yeah, I think they just keep getting better and yeah. better. Like old wine. Like old wine. Just keeps improving. Yep. Alright, welcome to another evening of fanficantastic. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm Sarah. And I'm Ashley. I'm Jeremy. Ashley, get the marker out of your nose. <laughs> Other people use those too. No, they don't. Oh, well, I, it's true. I know. I take notes. <laughs> and who when you, cares if he uses it? I take notes when you read it. I want to get your nose boogers on it. That's weird. Well, don't touch the back end of it. Well, fuck. That's right. what she said. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, his dick, like his dick. No. What? Like his dick. Like All his right. Dick. Um, Welcome to Fan Fiction Yeah, where we play games, which we've already done. Yep. And then read some fan fiction. Yep. Which we're about to do. Mm-hmm. Huzzah. I know. It's going to be super exciting. We're going to have to catch Jeremy up on all. Of the awesomeness that he's missed <laughs> so far. Of four hundred and forty hours. But first I'm so excited. Sarah's got this cool box in her hands. I need to get a cool box. What's in the box? Gwyneth oh. Paltrow's head, which apparently was her Halloween yep. costume. She wore she just a box. She wore a box on her head. <laughs> it was amazing. Okay, points, Gwenny. <laughs> there was an article that was like, just go home, Gwyneth Paltrow on Halloween. And I pretty much agree. I think yeah. Neil Patrick Harris has finally been dethroned. Finally been dethroned, yeah. Look, seriously, the guy's got skills. All right, so yes, I got the fandom jewelry. Monthly mystery box I'm for excited. October. Excited, even though it's now November, um, which was Rocky Horror theme. So Ashley is super excited. So it came with a sweet little <gasps> art print. Nice. Yeah. That's it says, really "Don't cool. dream it, be it,", be it and it's got lips. Um, magenta's lips. Yeah, it's um, a girl's. She paints them and then the, like she makes copies of them. That's cool. So I can't. And then just for Ashley, sweet Rocky Horror necklace. <laughs> Wow, that's really cool. That is so bitchin'. And the bracelet that I took to work and already wore. I want to see. So you can't see it. But it's got like a little bustier and a little ring and a multi-clock and a little I planet. I love it. It's fucking awesome. Uh, I love it. Cool. See you, mm-hmm. And then. For anybody who doesn't know, I'm a giant Rocky Horror nerd. She is super Rocky Horror. And then I got a magnet. <laughs> it says, I see you shiver with anticipation. Patient. And God, he's got the nicest thighs. I know he's really. Uh. And then a bookmark. Oh, what? I know. You got a so little castle. A little riffraff inspired bookmark. It's it's the castle and then a clock and, and a planet. planet. So we can go home. That's right. It's awesome. Yeah. So fandom jewelry makes oh, awesome shit. Um, and they're every on month, Etsy, right? Yeah, they're on Etsy and Instagram. And every single month, the box is a different theme. So November is Tim Burton. Awesome. So it's all Burtony all the time. And December is my favorite. Star, Star Wars. Wars. Which I'm totally gonna order. So yeah, they're awesome. You should get one. How do you sign up for the monthly box? You, you go just... on our Etsy and sign up before subscriptions run out. Gotcha. Which friggin' the November one closed before I got paid. So oh. I know. I had to live vicariously <laughs> through somebody cheese. else's. <laughs> And I really wanted the Jack and Sally bracelet, too. Oh. oh I know. Oh, oh, I know. It was oh. so cute. It was so sad. Oh. That's cool. I'm sorry. I know, right? Oh. Oh. Okay. Fuck me. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Can oh, that's you stop what? dripping fucking honey all over the table? Well, there's no honey left it's in It's going to be sticky. She says it to me all the time. I drip honey all over you all the time? No, it's 
Stop dripping, honey. It's gonna get uh, sticky. <laughs> Gross. Can I have a tissue, please? <laughs> and that's what she said. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, not safe for work. You should be over eighteen. Body blah. Yeah, blah, wear headphones blah. in public. Penis, Anna. penis, penis, penis. Dick balls, dick balls. Shitty dicky balls. Vagina. Vagina. Penis, anus. Penis, anus. <laughs> All right, so, Jeremy, you have missed all of the wonderness of Barb. Yep. Because Barb is amazing. Yep. I love Stranger Things. I know. Oh. She was the best character, now she's gone. I'm so I sad. I haven't so watched sad. season two. I miss Barb. No spoilers. Um, I also really enjoy that the girl who made Stranger Things wax melts made her Barb one smell like cherry chapstick. Oh, nice. <laughs> Which I appreciate it. All right, so we're reading Harry Potter and the Psychic Serpent yep. since you are coming in in chapter four, so you've missed a lot. So, in this installment of Harry Potter, um, it starts off as per usual. You know, Harry survived the return of Voldemort at the end of Goblet of Fire. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he has been getting buff and tan all summer because Aunt Petunia <laughs> is redoing her garden. So, to escape from the Dursleys, he spends all day um, hauling rocks and gardening with uh, the gardeners who are redoing the garden. Good. That's better than what I imagined, which was him going to the gym getting swole. No, but he does <laughs> every morning. You see Harry with his little glasses and Every morning scarf. he starts running. He runs every he runs. morning. And then because, you know, Dudley's gotten, like, huge and fat, they make Dudley go with him. Mm-hmm. And so Dudley starts Hates running him with him. More. No, no, but now Dudley's really nice. No, they're, like, best And they're, like, now. yeah, they're, like, hanging out. Yeah. Um... Dudley's being real friendly. Dudley called out his parents for not giving Harry a birthday present. Yeah. I know, I know. it's weird. So we're pretty sure that Dudley is a pod person. He might have been body snatched. Yeah. Um, and then Harry discovered a tiny snake in Cassandra. the garden that he named Cassandra because apparently, we didn't know this, but snakes are psychic. And so she can see about 10 seconds into the future. Mm-hmm. So she has warned him like the rocks are going to fall. Um, and then a big black dog is approaching was the last thing. She, um, oh yeah, that was like how the episode ended. Said, yeah. Right? She, he wears her like a bracelet. On his upper arm. Like she's one of those, um, fit bands. Mm-hmm. Like that you put your Does iPod she, in. like tickle his armpit with her tongue when she's smelling? Oh. Uh, they have not mentioned that. Uh. <laughs> but thanks for that visual. <laughs> he just went to a weirder place than the show, than the story's yeah. gone to. Um, so, and then Hermione sent Harry a very sexy picture of herself. In a bathing suit. Um, in a bathing suit, mm-hmm. which he propped up next to his bed and looks at before he goes to sleep. Were there lemons on his bookshelf? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. We just learned about this. I just learned about it. <laughs> yes. Lemon apparently is a term in fan fiction meaning sex scene. But I didn't know that. It's not either. Yeah. We learned something new. So, But yeah. no, we have not had any no. sex yet. So if we see something that's like... Lemony? You, like, like, you know, um, Five Nights at Freddy's with a lot of lemons, you know. Oh, well, no. Then no, we should we'll, not read that one because I'm no. still fucking traumatized from the last one. <laughs> We're going to read more of that. Um, so, that yes. was talented. That was yeah. chapter five. I know. We're going to read the other I'm chapters. I'm scared. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So he gets a sex picture of Hermione, which, you know, Dudley's like, ooh, fancy that chick. And then um, he finds out that Voldemort's, the Death Eaters, and um, Lucius Malfoy attempted to abduct Hermione while she was visiting Crumb in Bulgaria. Mm-hmm. And so to keep her safe, they take um, Hermione, and she's going to spend the rest of her summer with Harry, 
which of course makes Dudley real happy because the chick in the bikini is now in the house. Um, and she starts running with them, which makes them both real happy because she wears tiny skimpy running outfits yep. and stretches like a lot you, with like them. Right? Um, yes. So, and she's been a little weird and kind of like sexually, off on her own. yeah. No, she remember she oh, like she's went super out, flirty. Yeah, she like yeah. went and laid out in the garden while he was working and was like, "Harry, can you put lotion on me?" You know. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't they kiss in the last episode? I don't think they kissed. They were they were they were like sitting on a bench. Yeah, and... they were sitting on they were sitting on the bench, and they were talking. And then Cassandra was like, "There's a dog coming." And I think they Harry, were like they, so Harry's response was to kiss her. They were like Harry just about kiss. to kiss, uh, so they were almost get, like like that moment was there. You know what I mean? Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and right. he was well. Like, let's let's continue on because I'm sure the the listeners have been listening to this the whole time and they don't need a recap. I needed a recap too, though. It's Not, been a couple weeks. It's been a couple weeks because we had Halloween or no, we had. Um, the never-ending My Little Pony story. Yeah, and then we had a break. And then we had a Halloween, and then we had uh, Sarah's Got the Plague. So it's been yeah. three weeks for us. All right, so chapter four, Harry Potter's again by Barb. Yep. Um, you can find it on fanfiction.net, our usual go-to. Yep. Um, it's called Padfoot and the Night Bus. <coughs> sorry. Excuse me, sorry. All right. Do you want me to read? But then I won't know what happens. What? Okay. <laughs> that was Sarah's logic. <laughs> you know what? Go fuck yourself. All right. Oh, no, that part wasn't capped. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Sirius sat down beside the bench, letting Harry and Hermione pet him. I remember he's still a dog. Okay. I was going to say. <laughs> Just as a disclaimer. <laughs> Hermione still glared at Harry with suspicion. Suddenly, the human form of Harry's godfather stood beside them. Sirius sat down on the bench beside Harry. So I have a question, right? Does, doesn't he get naked, like, when he has to change into a dog form? No, yes. the dog was wearing pants and a blazer. Because I feel like he just, like, popped up naked and was like, I'm sitting on the bench next to you. And that's a little weird. Yes. All right. Um, are you both ready to go? I've been to the borough. Ron and the rest of the family are fine. Bill and Charlie are still there. Yes, Harry, we know. Ron's not too happy about it. Yes, he feels like they're babysitting him. So he's just feeling the So he's feeling like they're treating him like a baby, Hermione asked. He's just fine. She didn't sound happy about this somehow. I wrote to him while we were traveling, but he never wrote back, not once. Ooh. Ron's mad. I know. Sirius looked at her lovely. Or he's missing. No, he's being babysat by Bill and Charlie. Yeah. At the borough. Um seriously to her lovely well he asked me about how you were doing not in the friendliest of ways mind you so I told him about the abduction he was very concerned <laughs> Hermione seemed quite interested in this Harry sat back and frowned really? what did he say? she wanted to know he didn't say anything but I could tell he was concerned all the same Sirius examined her and Harry again Harry grimaced and Sirius changed the subject as you know I'll be coming with you on the night bus they allow pets he won't be traveling alone. <laughs> well, couldn't he just go as a person? No, he's not. He's still wanted. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. I, and he's naked right now, yeah? Yeah, he's naked. And he's naked right now. Yeah, so. No, he's got pants and a blazer. <laughs> Told you. No, that's why Harry keeps grimacing, because Sirius is junk. He's just like, on the bench. Is Hermione more or less interested? <laughs> well, she seemed quite interested. Yeah. It said that and earlier. he looked at her lovingly, yeah. Um, 
Yes. Yeah, sure. That sounds good. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. However, we'll have to walk a mile away to get it. The protective charms around here have been enlarged. I'm like, it's dick. <laughs> <laughs> the bus won't be able to get any closer. So Snape wasn't just overcompensating by setting them down in the village, Harry thought. Just a couple of years ago, I was able to get the night bus over on Magnolia Crescent, a few streets away. Sirius changed back into a dog and went to the house with him. Dudley was in the kitchen, looking guilty about having his face in the refrigerator. Oh, hello. Just thinking if there's any more of the chocolate, I mean, more fruit. Then he saw the large black dog. Oh, your godfather is here already. Since when the fuck does Dudley know that Sirius is a dog? I mean, I think Harry's probably shared stuff while they were Oh, no, because he came to the door with Snape. With Snapey, Snapey, Snape. Snape, Snapey, Snape. Hello, Snapey, Snape. All right, Harry put his finger to his lips. Shh, we're going to get our trunks. We have to go. I'll help you with yours, Hermione, he said enthusiastically. <laughs> Hermione smiled at him and he left, as he left the room. Harry patted Sirius on the head. Wait here. Sirius <laughs> nodded. When Harry had thumped his trunk down the stairs and gone back to get Hedwig in her cage, he waited in the hall. Dudley was carrying Hermione's trunk down, looking as if he were going to pitch down the stairs at any second. <laughs> Harry's aunt and uncle stood in the lounge doorway, as disagreeable as ever. Grumble, grumble, grumble. That's what they sound like. Can I come with you? Dudley asked Harry. His parents cried together. Dudley! Dudley! I don't mean to go to his school. Sirius padded down the hall from the kitchen and changed into his human form, making Petunia scream and hide again. Because he's naked. Because he's naked. Because <laughs> his dick be swinging. That's right. <laughs> I think he means he'd like to see them off. That's fine, but we have to walk about a mile away first. Hermione gazed at her trunk uncertainly. It was awfully tiring to drag this here when I came, Sirius. Do you think you could? Lazy <laughs> bitch. What's he gonna do? Like, like tie it to his back? Like, yeah, he's gonna pull it. Like he's one of those like, um, like Alaskan snow dogs. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. Sirius smiled. All right, we'll do it here instead of outside. <laughs> he's still I'm naked. Sure he <laughs> he's still naked. Still naked. Wingardium Leviosa, he said softly, tapping each of the trunks lightly. Petunia screamed again, not knowing what to expect. Magic in her house. But all that had happened was that each trunk now levitated about an inch off the floor, as if on very small wheels that couldn't be seen. Why couldn't Hermione do that? Oh, because they have the magic restriction. Mm. When diggity, remember, they get kicked out of school. Hermione nodded to the Dursleys. Thank you for having me, Mr. and Mrs. Dursley. Harry nodded curly at them. Bye, was all he said. <laughs> Sirius changed into a dog. Petunia screamed again. Dudley frowned at his mother. Get a grip, he said to her before he opened the door. <laughs> the four of them left, Harry and Hermione pulling jet their gently floating trunks behind them easily, Sirius padding before them. After about 20 minutes... Far away is this thing? It was a mile. All right. Sirius sat suddenly, looked at Harry, and nodded. Harry took his wand out of the holster on the belt Ron had given him and put his arm out as if to hail a taxicab. There was a very loud, abrupt bang, and a glaring light seemed to come from nowhere. Dudley and Hermione both screamed. Ah! Neither had known what to expect. <laughs> Dudley pulled Hermione's trunk up a dark driveway and Hermione with it, since she was still holding on to their handle. So he's trying to protect her. That's kind of cute. Yeah. He just wants a good tap of that. That's all I want. 
There appeared before them all, in the middle of the quiet suburban street, a very purple triple-decker bus, where there had been nothing a moment before. Over the windshield, okay. gold lettering proclaimed, proclaimed, motherfucker, the night bus. Is it K-N-I-G-H-T? K-N-I-G-H-T. That's what I thought. Is that what you thought? Yeah. All right. Harry and Sirius walked calmly up to the bus, and after a moment, feeling a bit ridiculous, Hermione took her floating trunk where it's where they stood, this time dragging Dudley reluctantly with her. He was shaking. What a whip. The conductor stepped off the bus, his uniform as violently purple as the vehicle, and began his usual speech. Welcome to the night bus, emergency vehicle transport for the stranded witcher wizard. You stick out your wand hand. Hello, Stan, Harry said with a smile, having heard his spiel before. Stan Shunpike stopped. Harry, Harry Potter, as I live and breathe. Shh, Harry said, swiftly silenced him. Quiet, or I may not go on living and breathing. Jesus. Stan winked. A little winked. melodramatic there, buddy. Right? Well, he is a teenager. Stan winked. Oh, I see. Traveling incognito again, are we? Being Neville Longbottom again, are we? Another wink. I'm with you. Hello, Neville Longbottom, he said loudly. <laughs> and who is this with you? My cousin Dudley. And this is Lavender Brown. Come on board, Stan Aww. exclaimed. Hermione peered at him quizzically. Neville? Lavender? Yeah, I thought I told you a couple years ago. Haven't got all night, Neville and Lavender, Stan said louder than before, <laughs> winking very broadly and smiling conspiratorially. You go into London? No, it's the borough. That's near Ottery St. Catchpole, which is my favorite name of the city. Harry opened his trunk and removed his money bag. How much? Harry asked Stan. Right, let me take your trunks on board first. He took out his wand and waved it carelessly towards like their trunks. I'm not going to charge you, but let me take your stuff hostage. No, and then... Yeah, and then I'll tell you how much money I'm asking. Um, second level, all right? Harry nodded. While the trunk moved into the bus on their own, Dudley goggled and Stan consulted oh. a leather, a small booklet. Fifteen sickles, but seventeen you get hot chocolate, and for nineteen... That's okay, Stan. I want a hot chocolate. I know, right? That comes to 30 silver stickles for the two of us, right? Here's two galleons. He's, wow, fucking spendy, spendy. Just like flashing that money. Yeah, well, you know, now he needs to impress Hermione. Now that he wants to bone her. Right? Plus, I'm sorry, okay, so it says here's two galleons. And he handed two large gold coins to Stan. Your change, Stan said, taking the galleons and returning Harry four silver stickles. So, for an extra two stickles each... They could have gotten hot chocolate. Yeah. But Harry was like, no, fuck that. Even though I have the money, yeah. no hot chocolate for you, bitch. Yeah. Like, I'm not paying for that extra. Hot chocolate's the best part. I know, right? I wonder what you get for 19. <clears throat> what? <laughs> it's in it for 19. I know, for 19. Right? No, well, strippers. That's what you get for 19. Yeah. For 17, you get hot chocolate for 19. 19 strippers. Strippers. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually two gallons or two sickles, man. Yeah. All right. My dog can come, yeah? He nodded at Sirius. He didn't notice Dudley trying to see what else was in Harry's money bag. <laughs> yep, all, all aboard. All that extra money that you're not sharing. Those four fucking sickles. For they the strippers. Use. You can get two strippers for four sickles. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but what kind of stripper would you get? It'd be like the frisky kitty stripper that's like pregnant, you know? <laughs> you get like the one that's like... The one that can't balance, so she, like, falls over. Aww. Like, she's got vertigo. <laughs> the vertigo stripper on the night bus. She's uh, like, <laughs> She's older than Dumbledore. <coughs> Ew. 
right. <laughs> All aboard. Harry and Sirius climb the steps, but Dudley put his hand on Hermione's arm. Write to me, he asked throatily. She nodded and kissed him on the cheek. <laughs> of course, Dudley. Goodbye. She went up the steps, and Harry leaned out of a curtain window on second level. What about your parents, Dud? They'll freak about the owls. Write to me at school. They'll never know. Bye, Harry called, feeling for the first time in his life that he might actually miss him. Bye, Dudley called, waving. Stan Shunpike stood beside the brass bedstand Harry had chosen. Hermione placed her trunk at the foot of the bed beside his, and Sirius lay on the floor between the two beds. Harry, I mean Neville, is that bloke a muggle? He's fine, Stan. A couple of months ago, I would have said I wouldn't have said that, but he's fine. They're not great with the whole cover-up thing, are they? They're terrible. Like Harry, I mean Neville. Neville, I mean. Yeah. Neville Potterbottom. Neville <laughs> Potterbottom. Uh, let's see. Stan went back down the stairs to sit in an armchair besides. <laughs> that's, that's their celebrity mashup name, Neville Potterbottom. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Harry Neville Potterbottom. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Stan went back down the stairs to sit in an armchair. Beside the one, the driver, Ernie Prang, was seated him. There was another earth-shattering bang, and Harry and Hermione found themselves on the floor, narrowly missing Sirius, thrown by the speed of the night bus. Outside in the street, Dudley fell backwards onto a very green lawn and somehow triggered the automatic sprinkler system. <laughs> Sat, sprawled, oblivious to being watered along with the rest of the grass, saying only, wow. It's probably for rabbits. It's probably motion-censored for rabbits. So they don't eat the lawn. Mm. They're hares. No. No. It's bunnies. They're bunnies. Okay. Bunnies. Bunnies, it must be bunnies! Or maybe or midgets. midgets. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> this is why we're friends. Right. Okay. <laughs> just because you don't understand the magic of what's wrong with feeling. I'm just as confused as you guys are, don't worry. Our listeners are cool. Yeah. Our listeners know what once more with feeling is. They okay. probably have the soundtrack in their car, too. Duh. Oh, yeah. I mean, and like maybe the book with all of the lyrics and everything. And maybe whenever <laughs> they squirt their mustard, they sing, they got the mustard out because that's what you do. Maybe. I don't maybe. know. Who knows? Whatever. <laughs> I need an adult. <laughs> How about cookie? A cookie? And a cookie? <laughs> Harry and Hermione recovered from the bumpy start and lay on their respective beds. Harry reached down to idly pet Sirius. Hermione gazed. <laughs> I thought he was going to be to pet Hermione. <laughs> idly. Sorry, I thought you were serious. <laughs> Hermione... Isn't that creepy, though? He's right? petting his uncle. His godfather. But yes, it's really He's fucking walking. creepy. Especially because, I mean, Sirius is basically naked. No. <laughs> He's basically naked laying on the floor. He's naked laying on the floor. And Harry's like, it's cool, I'm going to stroke you. Ew. Hermione gazed out the curtain windows, fascinated <clears throat> by the landscape, which is going by. Fush, 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 fush. One moment they were in Manchester, the next in Edinburgh, <clears throat> then Bath. Wow, they fucking took a detour into Scotland. It's cool. Um, Harry smiled watching her face. Here she was, having known for four years that she was a witch, and these things still amazed her. With all of her reading, she probably knew more about amazing things than he did. He thought about other things he knew that she didn't know. Like what? Like his dick. Like his dick. Because <laughs> we don't know about that yet. 
Um, How do we get so much ink on him? Like what it felt to have Voldemort put the Cruciatus curse on him, and he looked at her again, at her innocent enjoyment of the passing scenery, her her shock each time the bus made a leak, leap, not a leak, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the buzz really had to go. <laughs> I hope she never go. knows that kind of pain, he thought, or wrong. Harry put his head on his arms and closed his eyes. It seemed that he'd hardly been lying here for a moment when Stan Shunpai came up to him, came up the stairs bellowing, Next stop, the burrow. That's us, Hermione said excitedly, jumping up and grabbing her trunk, not bothering to ask Sirius to float it again. Yeah, now she can lift right? it. Right? Fucking now. Oh, Harry, you never told me what it was like. It's incredible. With a bang, the bus was driving along a quiet, dark country lane. Harry smiled at her. We should go. He picked up Hedwig's cage and dragged his trunk to the stairs. Why is he petting his uncle and not his bird? Uh, <laughs> Why? <laughs> told you. <laughs> totally right. When Stan saw them coming, he levitated the trunks again, and they were able to walk calmly down the stairs. Following their belongings. How else would they do it? Would they be like, ah, and like run? Like, it's fucking stairs. The thing's still move. Oh, it, no, it did come to a halt. Uh, Sirius <laughs> padded after them. Harry checked his watch. It was only 11 o'clock at night. He saw one of the most comforting sights he knew of, the burrow, home to the Weasley family. It seemed like it ought to be, by rights, to be falling down, but Harry knew that magic prevented that. And it was much larger on the inside than it appeared on the outside. <gasps> it's a TARDIS. It's a TARDIS. Crossover. Light still glowed in most of the windows, and the Weasleys had probably not been able to ignore the noise of the bus's arrival. Sure enough, the kitchen door opened and Ginny ran out into the garden, breaking into a smile when she saw Harry. Harry immediately smiled in response. She's become so tall and beautiful. She wore a simple <laughs> summer dress. Blue with a fitted waist and bodice, modestly covering her knees. Wow, her bodice modestly covers her knees. That's impressive. I mean... Or she's got some really sad titties. Do your boobs hang low. <laughs> Barely, they do wobble to and fro. Um, she ran across the grass barefoot to greet him, and he ran to meet her halfway, still smiling, and surprised her by throwing his arms around her in a greeting hug, twirling her around while she put her arms around his neck and laughed. <laughs> Just like that. I know how she did. He put her down, grinning. She was just slightly taller than him now, thinking, it feels wonderful to hold her. Even in the moonlight, he could see Ginny's face was as red as her hair. Over her shoulder, he saw Hermione climbing down from the bus, frowning. Wait, who's... It was Hermione's boobs who hung low, yeah? No, Ginny's. No, Ginny's. Ginny's. Oh, yeah. fuck. Well, then she needs to have red hair, not brown. Yeah. God damn it. Her face is as red as her hair. <sighs> I made her brown. He looked back to Ginny. Hello, Ginny. It's wonderful to see you. Thank you for my birthday present, he added, taking the basilisk amulet out of his shirt to show her. She looked thrilled. Well, you know, Ron said you'd got a snake. Oh, right. This is Sandy. He took off his black denim jacket. He wore a black t-shirt. Wow, he's fucking emo now. From which he'd removed his sleeves and showed her the small green garden snake curled around his upper arm just above his elbow. <laughs> Ginny stepped forward tentatively and stroked Sandy. She feels nice. She moved her fingers to Harry's upper arm, above where Sandy was coiled, tracing the outline of his newly visible muscles there. But she abruptly pulled her hand back guiltily and gazed up at Harry. 
Their faces were very close together. His skin tingled where she'd stroked his arm. Oh, my. What is this? Harry wondered. Earlier, Hermione and I almost... And now Ginny looks so nice, and I really enjoy holding her, and... Why does my penis so funny? What is wrong with Ginny's arms? Oh, God. We've gone horribly wrong with Ginny. (laughs) Something's gone wrong. Oh, my. Show that and gorge you a charm. (laughs) The door opened. For those who are missing it, Ashley is trying to draw Ginny in her... Oh, no. Really saggy titties. Oh, no. Um, the door opened and Ron Weasley came into the garden. Both Harry and Ginny jumped and separated themselves. Hermione walked over to them and nodded at Ginny, not smiling. Hello, Ginny. Ginny was perplexed by the cold greeting and said hello in return. Harry greeted Ron, who responded normally enough. But then there was another cold, awkward greeting between Ron and Hermione. What could, who could best be described as grunting at one another? <coughs> <coughs> That's too many words. <laughs> Ginny examined them quizzically. Harry raised his eyebrows and shrugged. He was playing dumb. <laughs> he knew perfectly well that Ron was still seething about Hermione visiting Victor Crumb, especially since she was almost kidnapped. <gasps> Snape may not have lectured her for what had happened, but Ron probably will. He turned to say goodbye to Sirius, but he'd already gone. Without warning, the No night- goodbye, pet. No. Your uncle didn't lick your hand before he left. Oh, gross. Without warning, the night bus went bang and disappeared from sight. The four of them walked through the kitchen garden, Ginny and Ron carrying Harry's trunk and Harry and Hermione carrying hers. When they were inside, Harry was immediately hugged by Mrs. Weasley and thugged, thumped on the back and turned by Mr. Weasley and his sons. Bill was every bit as cool as Harry remembered him, from his long red ponytail to his ripped rock star clothes and the dragon skin boots. So cool. Oh, and his bang earring. Don't forget that. So super cool. Super cool. From the 80s, apparently. Yeah, man. Hello, Harry. How's it going? And Bill suddenly stopped. Hello, Hermione. Bill said slowly, drawing it out, eyeing her in a way that Ron and Harry didn't like. She (laughs) smiled and tossed her short curls. Hello, Bill. How are the goblins? Oh, my. Annoying as hell, but what are you going to (laughs) do? That sounds like me every day. They smiled at each other, and Harry followed her eyes. She was gazing very appreciatively at Bill. He wanted to find some way to break break this up, but this was so unexpected he was at a loss. Suddenly, Fred and George bounded over. Oi, Hermione, you look fit, George said brightly, and Fred gave a loud wolf whistle. All three laughed. Fred and George never minced their words, nor did they skulk around making eyes at girls. They were as straightforward as you please. Hermione laughed. Thanks. Are you- <laughs> no, that's not how she laughs? Just like that. She might now that she's all fit. <laughs> Thanks. Have you been? Oh, sawdust. What's it like being the girlfriend of a world-famous Quidditch player, Fred wanted to know. <laughs> At the mention of Victor, Ron's face went very dark as he mumbled something before leaving the kitchen. Oh, um, it's fine, she stammered. Charlie clapped a hand on Harry's shoulder. But, he said to the twins, did Victor Crumb think to fly to get past his dragon? Did Victor Crumb win the Triwizard Tournament? Everyone was silent. Harry said quietly to Charlie, I'd rather not talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Charlie backed off. Sorry, I really put my foot in it. Open foot, insert, sorry, open mouth, <laughs> insert foot. Ew. Ew. How do you open your foot? Ew. No, no give a sharp thing. Ew. 
Open mouth, insert foot, Harry, Fred and George howled in unison. Now, now, Mrs. Weasley said, trying to get her sons to settle down. Don't pester Harry and Hermione. Let them get settled in their rooms. She turned to Hermione. You might not see Crookshanks till the morning, dear. He's out hunting, but he's been good as gold all summer. She levitated her trunks again. There you go, dears. They're just about to fly up the stairs with you. Ginny walked back up the stairs, and Hermione followed with her trunk. Ginny glanced over her shoulder at Hermione, making a puzzled face. Her? <laughs> Ron led Harry to the stairs behind them, glaring at Hermione's back and muttering darkly. Well, thought Harry, so far no one's crossed with me. <laughs> Give it Priorities, time, Harry. Harry. He watched Hermione go into Ginny's room, the door closed. He and Ron continued to the top of the house. What do you think they do in there? What do you think girls do together? What do you think they're doing in there? They touch boobs. They touch boobs. Totally. Yeah. Um, he and Ron continued to the top of the house the slightly cramped space that Ron had completely plastered with posters featuring the Chudley Cannons, Ron's <laughs> favorite Quidditch team, giving the room a distinctly orange hue. Where's Percy? Harry thought to ask when they were in Ron's room with the door closed. Ron flopped on one of the beds. On a date. Should be back soon, too, or, or I'll catch it. Even if he is out of school, Mum says as long as he's still living under our roof, you remember Penelope Clearwater? She was the Ravenclaw, pre Ravenclaw prefect? Yeah. Well, she's in an entry-level position at the at Witch Weekly, editorial assistant or something. I think her job consists of fetching pumpkin juice for meetings and helping vote for the most charming smile prize. The Jonas Gildoy Lockhart is still winning every year. <laughs> they stopped going out for a while after they finished school. Then they went, ran into each other at a party, and they've been together ever since. She's got her own flat in the village in Dorset and making mom very antsy. Because they're doing it. <laughs> they're doing it. Harry sat on the other bed quietly, trying to pay attention to Ron, but his mind was wandering. So what do you think, Harry? Harry? Huh? Harry said in confusion. <laughs> mind wandering, thinking about the flat. Right, yeah. And all the things you could do in it. Right. Uh, sorry, like I'm knackered. Cards. Yeah, pinochle. Charades. Charades. Light laundry. Mm-hmm. Yep. Solitaire. <laughs> I said, are Hermione and Crumb still a couple? She told me about his job with the cannons. Can you believe it? Harry chose his, chose his words carefully. Well, she doesn't want to stay with him. She says she doesn't feel about him the way he feels about her. Ron seemed pretty happy about this, but tried to hide it. And she doesn't exactly feel safe with him. You know, the whole abduction thing. I know, Ron exclaimed, springing to his feet and pacing as, as well he could, considering that he had to stoop over half the time. He was now over six feet, and the slanted ceiling sloped down to about four at the when exterior wall. When did Ron get so tall? Apparently over summer. Holy crap, Ron is six the feet tall? The Weasleys only grow vertical, either vertical up or vertical down, as in Ginny's case. Oh my god! He went from being like four foot nothing to like... Six feet tall. Wow. Ron's tall now. Okay, sorry. But he was always taller than Harry. Yeah, but six feet is much taller. It is. Especially for a Brit. They're not a tall human. Wow. They're not. They're not! Argue with me on this. See, you can't. 
Okay, there's some taller. Americans are taller than British people. They just are. Well, if he was American, he'd be like 6'5". So, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's and, nothing against them. Just in general. Okay, okay. well, Freakish Tall Ron is pacing. Ron is pacing. Yes. Sort of. He should have been taking better care of her. After all, he's of age. He can use magic anytime he wants. She can't. What was he thinking? Harry didn't tell him that Hermione thought it possible that Victor Crumb had been cooperating with the kidnappers. Yeah, well, she said Snape screamed him out about that already. Snape? Snape is Snape. He was in a <laughs> meeting with Sirius in Bulgaria, and he brought Hermione and her parents to my house. You should have seen me jump when I opened the door and saw him there. Ron laughed. I wish I could have seen your face. He held his stomach and rolled onto the bed before sitting up and looking at Harry again. So, she's going to break up with him? He explained Hermione's predicament and the plan for the dates to become more like group outings. <laughs> I told her I'm in. Do you think you and Ginny can come too, maybe Fred and George? Probably, except for George. He's going with Angelina now. Angelina? Didn't she go to the Yule Ball with Fred? Yeah, and they went out a little after that. Awkward. But then one time, two of them swapped. You know, a twin thing. This would uh, be funny. And it turned out she liked George better. Fred was cool about it. Do they still swap? Uh, <laughs> Don't know. Angelina would know, though. She obviously <coughs> saw some kind of difference between them to decide she liked George better. No. <laughs> They're my twin brothers, but I can't tell them apart. But she figured it out. Well, I mean, she's seen the freckle that... <laughs> that, that, that one, Ron that has one it. dick record. Yeah. <laughs> Harry suddenly felt very tired. Are we leaving for a little early for Diagon Alley? He undressed and clicked. Sorry. Are we leaving early for Diagon Alley? Not a little early. He undressed and climbed into bed. Ron did likewise. Right after breakfast, flu powder, but it shouldn't take too long. When we get back, let's play Quidditch. With Bill and Charlie here, we have a four to a side if Hermione plays. You think she will? She hates broomsticks. And wouldn't Ginny have to play too? Oh, Ginny will play. You've never seen her play, have you? <laughs> Perry shook his head. Ginny Sagittis. Ginny Sagittis. Um, in my head, they're all in their 20s, just so everybody knows. Okay. <laughs> We've yeah. gone to all of these characters are in their 20s. 20s. Totally. Because otherwise, this is I'm too just, weird. <laughs> sorry, I'm just imagining like the Quidditch announcer. Like, and now, <laughs> the seeker for the Gryffindor Nordingers is Ginny Tagatet Weasley! Weasley! Oh, that's great. Right. Um, I'll get black on my purple. Oh, Ginny will play. You've never seen her play, have you? Harry shook his head. Ron grinned, but it immediately seemed like he was trying hard not to. Harry wondered why. Well, good night, he said abruptly, switching off the light. <laughs> And peace out, Eric. Um, that's in the chapter. Hey. Hey. Yeah, it's a short one. That's Making it. up for the really long one the last time. The crazy long one last time. Yeah, man, that was like the longest chapter. So next week's chapter is called The Ringer. Uh uh-uh. oh. Uh. It's Ginny Saggy Tits. I think Ginny Saggy Tits is gonna show she off is. what she can do. She's gonna be a better seeker than Harry. Saggy Watch. Tits. Right? Serious, man. Now playing for the blue team. Uh. Oh, fancy. I mean, you're supposed to be doodling stuff that has to do with our show, but that's fine. That's fine. That's What's this works. white part? Is that the inside of the hat? <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, this is what I, 
I got this was part of the thing, right? Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, totally. totally. This, this was two, right? Yeah. Fun. Fun. Fucking. Oh, fanficking treasures. That was the same <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> Thanks for listening to fanficking treasures. treasures. Uh, uh, yes. I just want to do a whole episode like the guy, the NPR guy from Parks and Rec. <laughs> like the oh, really, no. You really gotta, sad, boring. You have to eat, like... What? Like Starburst or something while you do it, so you get that. Oh, the lip smacking! Oh, I can't stand lip smacking. I I love NPR, but I can't fucking stand the lip smacking that you hear when people are talking. I don't notice it that much. Oh, it's all the time. How long was that? Do we still have time? Yeah, we have like a bunch. Should we read a uh, short story? We can. But yeah, I really want to be Dairy Marbles from Parks and Rec. Like filling in for you know slapty butt fisty pump, <laughs> slapty back fisty Who's away bump. at a national convention for book reading? But, <laughs> so welcome to power our jazz on jazz on jazz. <laughs> no, that was so terrible. Or we use jazz to uh, no, I don't want to sign in. Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, we'll pause this. Let's find a short thing to read. Okay. Do, do, do you have a short story? I do. Yeah. I book like so many. <laughs> what? You're looking at me what, like what? you love me. I'm just tired. The best story. I'm excited. All right, you ready? Yes, I'm excited. Right. You ready, I'm, Jeremy? I'm excited. All right, so since we have the lunch time, we talk about Rocky Horror today. Yep. We are going to read the Ron Weasley picture show. So excited. By Washu, Queen of the Pans. <laughs> um, the pans? Friggin pans, like P-A-N-S. Oh, okay. Washu, Queen of the Pans. All right. Um, so this is, again, from fanfiction.net. Okay. Um, our scene opens on those stupid lips, Ginny's, who have far <laughs> too much lipstick on them to be safe. Pavardi Patil wails in the background about Ginny stealing her lipstick. Malfoy is singing about King Kong and such while the screen is playing the credits. The teeth can be Hermione's before she shrunk them. Blah, 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 blah. Our next scene is a choo-choo. What's happening? <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm up to date. I'm here. Okay. I love this. Harry, Hermione, and various other Hogwarts folk are flinging rice at hmm, Fleur and that Roger Davies guy. <laughs> Fleur and Roger get into their limo, which is horrendously decorated, and drive off, leading Harry, Hermione, and a disgusted Ginny, a disguised Ginny and Malfoy alone. Ginny and Malfoy start to clean up and put stuff away. So I think so. Ginny and Malfoy, Ginny and Malfoy are, are riffraff riff and magenta. Yeah. Um, I Harry, mean, Malfoy makes sense as riffraff, but Ginny, I guess she's got red, red hair. hair. Oh, yeah. But they're supposed to be related. They're supposed to be brother and sister. Um, technically, they are because Mrs. Weasley is related to Narcissa Malfoy. So but that doesn't make him brother and sister. Close and kissing cousins. Whatever. Kissing cousins, okay. Harry and Hermione are walking around in a field, which causes Hermione's allergies to act up. Harry lets her use his sweater. Sleeve is a Kleenex. All of a sudden, <laughs> Harry starts to sing badly. Oh, <laughs> bye. No, um, it's Rocky Horror. The river was deep, but I swam it. Janet. No, it's not Janet. It's no, it says, Ginny is glaring jealously and forgets to say Janet, which is really supposed to be saying Hermione. Hermione. 
So I um, swam at Herm- Hermione. Damn it, Janet, I love you. <clears throat> Sorry, I can't sing because I'm fucking sick of shit. Harry and Hermione are now half, half danced, half stumbled up the church steps. Who's Janet? Asks the puzzled Hermione. <laughs> I thought you liked me. I do. It's for marketing reasons. Janet rhymes better than Hermione. Just go with it, okay? Harry whispered. Okay. Now we're engaged, and I'm so glad. Oh, Brad, or Harry, said Ginny. (laughs) Um, Oh, Brad, I'm mad for you, too, Hermione warbled. Now there's just one thing left to do. Uh Uh-oh. Ginny is quite angry with the situation, so she takes her dusty broom and shoes them both out of the church. (laughs) They decide it's probably time to go back to Hogwarts, so Harry summons his broom and they fly off to the horizon. (laughs) There's a beautiful sunset in the background for romantic purposes. Hermione points this out, to which Harry grunts, cool. <laughs> now He's got a way with words. Does. Now Harry and Hermione are flying over imposing trees on Harry's dusty firebolt. A trusty, not dusty. <laughs> I mean, it is a broom. It, it, could, it, be could, du- be dusty. it could be dusty. It's raining very hard, and they're both rather wet. It's also night now, which makes it harder for Harry to steer properly. A radio, which is kind of floating in midair, is fuzzily blaring some speech from the Minister of Magic candidates. Dr. Fudge, Fudge is Dr. Scott now, remember? No, we don't remember that. He just said that. He just said that. Some random people fly by on dragons. Hermione. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Hermione, who's eating a melty chocolate bar, sniffs bristly at them. Should we take their life in their hands, they do, she says to Harry with much superiority. People like them. <laughs> yeah, life is cheap for that type, says Harry. More dragons fly by. <laughs> Instead of motorcycles, they're motorcycles in the movie. Yeah. It's Eddie's gang. Harry, yeah. watch out for the tree. Suddenly, Harry's firebolt runs oh, into a very... <laughs> Susan Sarandon's most annoying line. Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> Sorry. Suddenly, Harry's firebolt runs into a very tall tree. Sure. The unfortunate broom splinters into a million pieces. <coughs> Harry and Hermione fall to the ground with a loud thud. Hermione's eyes water with pain, and Harry rubs his elbow. George Weasley of the jungle hoots with laughter. No. George. George. George yep. Weasley. No. Harry's second broom is now destroyed, <laughs> which he starts wailing about. He makes reference to a variety of things, including serious black and the firebolt's warranty. After he curses the tree for a sufficient amount of time, he starts grumping about phoning someone to come get them. <laughs> I saw a castle a few miles back. Maybe they have a phone we could use. I'll walk back and see. And you stand under the tree and keep dry. Castles don't have phones, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no way, I'm going with you. I can't let you go by yourself. The owner of that house might be Cho Chang. You never come back. <laughs> I really feel like all your comments are just callbacks. <laughs> hey, they are. <laughs> The owner of that castle might be a beautiful woman. I've never seen her again. Castles don't have phones, asshole. Sorry. <laughs> Harry, um, after pausing to consume the information. Nom, nom, nom. Sure. Tasty, <laughs> tasty information. Helps, it's a new diet. It's yeah. a steady diet. You're going to have to sing for me. Helps Harry up, kick, <clears throat> helps Hermione up and kicks the tree a few times. Then they start oh, walking punk. back the way they came. See, he mm. kicks the tire in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. More dragons pass by them. Hermione sniffs again, although it's unclear whether she's sniffing at the dragon riders or because of the rain, which is now coming down in buckets. The couple is thoroughly soaked and chilled to the bone. Some newspaper blows by, and Hermione picks it up to cover her head. 
She starts to sing, hopefully, in spite of the rain. Just as she finishes the first verse, she and Harry stumble into a clearing where the aforementioned castle sits. That's Darkness must go down the river. That was a riffraff. Uh, the camera zooms in on Malfoy, who oh is singing and standing at one of the castle's windows. Hello, Malfoy. Hello, let the sun. <laughs> he cackles loudly, and the camera zooms out again to focus on Harry and Hermione, who are now completing the final chorus. Into my, oh, there's a That's uh, the final chorus, so it's in the darkness. In the darkness. Darkness! Of everybody's life. Okay. <laughs> He's just staring at me, Jerry. He's just staring at me. And that is basically the end. Basically the end? Um, yeah, because the next it says, so ends the first scene of our show. But Please come back for more next time on Drumroll. The Ron Weasley Picture Show. So is Ron, I mean, is, no. I like how... Who's Frankenfurter? Oh, fucking, we no, don't no, know. No, that's, that's like literally the, all that's there why is. They're smart. Who's Frankenfurter? So. It's like whatever. We never found out what Draco's white trash name was either on that one. Oh, I hate that. I know. I love how they already have a source material for okay. the horror picture show. And they're basically just doing it verbatim and changing. You know, okay, but I love it. <laughs> no, it's fantastic. I, I'm not going to deny that. But. Um, or let me rephrase that. It's fanfic fantastic. I love it. No, but they're like, no, 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 hold on. Just wait, guys. We got some more to come along. We just have to no, but fucking nothing else is ever going to come. Because literally, this was written in 2000. No! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's okay. Fantastic. You must be never... sitting here waiting in. Listeners. Please write the rest of this story. Send it to us at fanfickingtastic at gmail.com. Write the rest of the story. Tell me who the fuck Frankenfurter is. And if you tell me it's Ron, I'm going to punch you in the face because it is the Ron Weasley Horror Show, which means if it's the Rocky Horror Show, that means Ron is being Rocky. So don't you tell me that Ron is Frankenfurter. Wise up. Don't be a dumbass. Better wise up. (laughs) Wise up. Um, Shut it, wise I was it really weird that I really wanted to be Dumbledore in a corset. That's not sexy. I know. It's gotta be someone sexy. Ooh, can I be Draco's dad? Oh, Lucius. <laughs> that He's would pretty work. Hot. He's pretty hot. Serious. Serious. It'd be okay with serious. I'd be okay with serious. I think it would make more sense if it was serious. I'm, It'd be funnier if so it was Snape. So who would be Rocky Horror then? Ron. Ron. It's the Ron it's Weasley the Ron picture, Weasley picture, picture uh, show. Oh, you're right, you're right. Sorry, I forgot. I'm wrong. Stupid. That's okay. You're pretty. So who would be Eddie? Eddie. Who's um, uh, ah. riding the dragon? You got this, babe. Oh my god! I can't that remember guy. his name. Yes, it's totally that guy. Is like my Mad favorite Moody? character. No, Mad Eye Moody could Mad totally Moody be would, Rocky would work, or um, Eddie. No. Um, yep. Oh no, who my Jenny? god! Could I it can't Jenny remember has to... his name. No, so who's Columbia? Columbia. See, Ginny should be Columbia. She should be Columbia. She should be Columbia. Hagrid. Hmm. He does love dragons. He does love dragons. But yeah, he, I guess Hagrid and he, would be well, good. But see, Hagrid has an actual motorcycle. Like, he, he drives around the actual fucking motorcycle because he has so serious black motorbike. That could work. So, so Hagrid would work. Hagrid so would then, work. who would be Columbia? I think Ginny should be Columbia. Ginny should be Columbia. So but Ginny's be already magenta. magenta. I think 
that uh, uh your your character your favorite character Luna Luna yeah could be Columbia she yeah. could be Columbia I say that that'd be okay unless she have a weird thing but with Hagrid but then she have a thing yeah that yeah. was exactly what I was just about to say they could have had a secret thing we don't know they never go into that. Mm. They never give her an ending in the Who? fucking story, know, which course. irritates the... Ep- like, Who's they were like, the... and so-and-so, this happens, and this happens to so-and-so, and then they send their kids out, and I was like, the whole time, I was like, Anne Luna? Right? She should have married Neville. Anne they would have been the weirdest little couple. It would have been so cute. Adorable. Especially now that Neville's hot. And what? he would have loved her to death. I know. I said he married Hannah Abbott. Yeah. What? What were we going to say? Um, who would be the... Was it the professor? The criminologist? Yes. Uh, we that is... says somebody. Fudge. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Fudge. He's prissy enough to be it. Yeah. Dr. Scott. What is it? So who's Dr. Scott? Uh, Dr. Scott could be... Dumbledore. Yeah, because he does have a huge affection for um, Hagrid. Yeah. That could work. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have... Plus, I want to see him at the end of this little wheelchair with his, like... <laughs> doing his kicks. <laughs> with his little, like, fishnets on. Um, that would be super uh, cute. I totally believe that underneath his robes, Dumbledore is totally rocking some fishnets. I could believe that, At too. any given point. I mean, he's got to be wearing giant shoes to be that tall, right? Yeah. Because yeah. he towers over everybody. Except Hagrid. He's always Except wearing Hagrid. a robe. Right. He's always wearing a robe. There's all witches and witches wearing robes. I'm saying, underneath that, total yeah. fishnets. Yeah. Mm, like and it. some heels. Yep. Mm. And a corset. And a corset. Of course. So who did we cast as Frankenfurter? We should probably write this down. Oh, um, we did Lucius or Sirius. Yeah. But it's got to be Lucius, I think, because Frankenfurter's a bad guy. He's not a good guy. I think it is Hardy's a bad guy. No, it is Hardy's a cute, cuddly puppy. Frankenfurter is not a cute, cuddly puppy. He is. He's a crazy sociopath. That's true. <laughs> so then, yeah, well, you <laughs> Who's yeah. out to get Ron's ass? <laughs> Who are the trannies? Oh. Snape. Snape. Yes! <laughs> and all of the Death Eaters are the trannies. Yes! <laughs> Are you not even writing this down, Ashley? I know, we totally cashed the whole I'm thing. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Here we go, here we go. Okay, okay so Frank Chinese and... evil death eaters. Okay, hang on. I need a color that goes with orange, and I chose orange, and I hate the color orange. Here, just choose this color. No! Don't do that. Oh my god. wrong with you? So many things. Okay, all right. The, the cast. The cast. Okay. All right. So we've got uh, Frank and Furter. Frank... Frank equals Lucius. L U C I U S. And then two, we have Riff Raff. Is Malfoy, aka Draco. Okay, and then Magenta. Is Connor a cat Draco? Don't do that. Magenta is Ginny. Ginny. No. Yes. No. Because the, we had, they already cast it. I'm recasting. No, you can't recast. Uh, but she'd be so much better as Columbia. Yeah, except we made Luna Columbia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. My uh, Ginny. Ginny. <laughs> My Ginny. <laughs> well, it's My Ginny and Magenta. Columbia. Columbia is Luna. Luna. And five... Eddie is Hagrid. Eddie's Hagrid. So whoever is going to be the author of this new fan fiction, take note. 
These are the characters. Yeah. Uh, six. Oh, we have it's Dr. Scott. It's practically writing itself. Dr. Scott. It's Dumbledore. <laughs> D-U-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E. Sure. Does it end in an E? Yes. Why not? Um, oh, and then we have uh, Rocky Horror, obviously, is Ron. What number was I on? Seven. Seven. Rocky is Ron. Is Ron. And then eight. The tranny. We have the criminologist. Oh, is Fudge. <laughs> just picturing. Like, just, who did we say was Dr. Frank Murray? Was Dumbledore? Lucius. Lucius. Or Lucius. I just Lucius imagine him, like, pulling Weasley out of the vat and his sickeningly, like, ex- happy grin on his face. The Death Eaters, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Led by Snippy Snip, Snippy Snip. Oh, we forgot about Brad and Janet. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they are. They're the most that. boring. I know, but I didn't write them here. Yeah. So Brad is Harry, asshole. And Janet. And Janet so, is Hermione. Where is Hermione? H E R M I O N E. Mm-hmm. Yay! Hey, good job. We did it. We did it. Everybody. Okay, so write this us. story. High five us. Write this story and send it to us at fanfickingtastic at gmail.com. That's right. And then follow us on Instagram Instagram at fanfickingtastic. Yep. And Twitter, fickingtastic. And on Facebook. Do we tweet? Uh, I don't know. We could. (laughs) (laughs) If if I become in charge of our Twitter, it's going to get weird. (laughs) That's cool. (laughs) I've never done the Twitters before, but if I'm just like random shit's gonna come to my head and I'm gonna be like, this has something to do with fanficking-tastic, doesn't it? Let's <laughs> just imagine. We do good podcasts in bike stores. <laughs> Alright, and on that note, guys. Tune in next week. Same bad time. Same. Bad shit. Bad shit. Bye. 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 <laughs>